Well, welcome everyone to the Let's Talk About Halo panel here at Outpost Philly. We've, we've got a rowdy crowd here today. 10 a.m. Saturday. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be uh, talking about what we do as Halo podcasters, the topics we cover, and there may even be a little bit of podcast tangentry happening as per a normal podcast. So we'll go ahead and introduce ourselves. Uh, I am Dustin Pigger. I am known as Duststorm Online. I host the podcast Podtacular. Hi, I'm uh, Phil Hudick, or Shadow, on Halo Conversationalist, uh, co-host with uh, these guys next to me. Uh, I am John Glenn, like the astronaut, uh, and I go by Silver Online, uh, a.k.a. the Halo Completionist, and I'm one of the hosts on Halo Conversationalist. Hey, I'm Rick, uh, King Richard 1911. I'm also one of the co-hosts on uh, Halo Conversationalist. Uh, I'm uh, Oren Nomang, uh, one of the co-hosts on Podcast Evolved. Uh, I'm David Fuchs. I don't have a fancy nickname. Uh, I'm one half of Ford Unto Dawn Podcast. Uh, I'm Gabe. I go by the Junior Ace, and I am one of the hosts of Drunken Halo. Uh, I am Jonathan. I go by Daddy Tracks, which is not creepy because I am a father, uh, and I am one of the hosts of Gaming Under Fire. And I just want to interject real quick. Dan, a.k.a. Bronze Billy Goat, wants me to introduce him to the audience. So there he is with his crutches over there. He, he totally thought he was supposed to be up on the stage, as did Rick and I. Yeah, that's my bad, Dan. <laughs> my bad. Unfortunately, we only had eight seats. We couldn't fit a ninth one up here. As you can probably see how crowded it's up here already. <laughs> All right. So for those who don't know what a podcast is, well, let's take a poll. Who, who knows what a podcast is? All right, so at least everyone does. Modern crowd. So we could probably skip over this slide. <laughs> um, all right, so how podcasts are made. We've got a variety of different ways that we record podcasts. Uh, some do it online. Some do it uh, just record and then post. But uh, for the most part, it's a pretty similar process to a talk show. We have recording software. We have co-hosts, whether they're local or remote. And... Um, yeah, some include video as well. Uh, and then maintaining the podcast. It's going to be interesting to see what people say about this one. Uh, I'm going to go over the basics first, and then we'll, we'll get everyone else's take on this. Um, so because we're at a Halo convention, we're all using topics in our podcast that are Halo-related. I, I think that's pretty much accurate, except there's a, there's a minor exception, but there is a legacy with uh, Gaming Under Fire uh, with the Bad at Halo show, so kind of shoehorned him in under a legacy title on that one. We, we needed an eighth spot, so... <laughs> uh, another thing is uh, proper etiquette as far as speaking clearly, enunciating... Removing any background noise, which in the convention center is kind of hard to do, so uh, we're breaking rule number two already. Yeah, we're definitely not the best podcast for that. <laughs> you guys do a decent jo decent job with it. It's all right. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's good enough. People still listen to it. Yeah, but for some reason, they keep tuning in, but yeah. That's a good sign. <laughs> uh, maintaining flow of topics, which... Actually, in a way, kind of includes tangents because you want the conversation to flow naturally. So tangents are an acceptable use in podcasts. I have come to determine. How does everyone else feel about tangents on their podcasts? 
<laughs> as the biggest tangent podcast I think out there, I think at this point we probably have about 20 to 30% of topical topic when we bring our episodes up. And then the rest is just random banter that is almost not even related to video games <laughs> half the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're approaching the end of because we our podcast focuses on the lore. And we're like getting caught up, so we got to fill the gap at some with something, you know. It makes sense. So I think there's a lot of lot to take from that. There's a lot of other things we can talk about too. Yeah. yeah. What about the other end of the table? As far as tangents go, yeah, tangents are pretty good uh, as long as you don't go too far off the rails. But uh, but yeah, you need to. It, it's just the natural discussion of of what you're talking about, and so they're just as long as you as long as you don't. I don't know, run away with it, but uh, but yeah. Yeah, and I think, especially since I mean, so we got we we're talking about we have like three lore podcasts, like all this, all these different Halo podcasts. Like, what distinguishes us is sort of the the off topic stuff. It's our personalities and who's actually on it. Um, it also comes down to editing. Like, I I cut my co-host when he goes on rant sometimes because i don't want to edit a three-hour show like some people are fine with that you know, it's it's everyone's different opinion um you just don't try and make things more concise sometimes but i don't know if my co-hosts know but i also edit them sometimes <laughs> the dirty secret I, I think about half of what i say is is taken out <laughs> um i don't listen to our podcast but i i hope that you edit out a bunch of the stuff that we say out there <laughs> Yeah, as someone who doesn't edit, I guess I don't really look at uh, the tangents as being that much of a problem. But <laughs> it all depends on your audience too. There's a big part of your audience that plays a that plays a factor in that. Yeah. Um, and using the right equipment helps. Uh, audio quality, I wouldn't consider as the primary focus for a podcast. I think the topics and the personalities are one and two. Audio quality is just kind of like that that shine on the podcast. So, it helps. Well, I think it also, it's one of those things where general consistency matters more. Like, you've had, you know, sometimes you have episodes where something goes wrong, technically, or like the episode we recorded with you, Dust, at E3, you're in the car. Yeah. Which sounded remarkably not as bad as you would think driving in a car recording was- a podcast would sound like. But... It's rather rough, but you understand that's all right. That's one of those things, but you try and I mean, I think everyone's first like five or ten podcasts. If you like go back and listen to them, you're like, oh god, don't don't listen to them again because for all sorts of reasons, they're terrible. Probably technically, especially. So it's just one of those things you have to you you have to get the like the first couple terrible episodes where you're figuring stuff out technically and like how you're gonna banter and all that stuff before you. You can do the really good stuff. And if you try and wait for you to be really good, you're never going to make a podcast. Right. Yeah. Or maybe you do it and only release them once every six months. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the highest quality, though. (laughs) It's it's refined over time. I was just going to say, I think, I think it's really important to find somebody who you can have like just good conversations with. And then instead of feeling like it's a show, it really just becomes like, hey, this is the time of the week where I get together with my friend and we just get to talk. And so if you have that like good chemistry with somebody, I think painting a, a, a podcast for a long time can be really easy. Uh, yeah, I, I echo that because 
every every week when we record i don't think of it as like oh i'm recording the podcast i'm like oh i get to talk about halo for an hour and a half so let me go do that real quick and it's just it's just fun and it just happens because we're just so in tuned and it's something that we're really passionate about that we just do naturally you're at an hour and a half of talking halo (laughs) yeah wow i think we're at like five minutes and then we just sort of coast and just catch up (laughs) <laughs> I, I feel like Drunken Halo is essentially talking about whatever recent movie you guys have uh, watched uh, it, or whatever yeah. show you found on Netflix. At least that's been the last year and a half of episodes. Sure, I'll take it. <laughs> it might be more drunken than Halo. Uh, that's surprisingly Drunken Halo takes tangents to a drunken state pretty much. I think that's kind of the point at this point. <laughs> These guys managed to talk for three hours about Halo. <laughs> I think yes. combined we probably talk about Halo between all of our podcasts. What? Oh, eight hours a week, probably combined, maybe more. Well, for for us, like we we have two different shows that we kind of run. So we have our, like our regular lore. Well, they're both lore shows, but we have one that we call Mission Debrief that Colin kind of has, and so that talks about each Halo mission from uh, Halo Reach, and we're going all the way through leading up to to Infinite, and we'll we'll go back and do kind of the Halo Wars games, and so they they spend. They either record two two episodes a week or or they do weekly, and then on top of that, we have the regular show that we do every week. So between all of our uh, hosts and stuff, we're recording for yeah up to three hours a week, and then whoever has to re-listen to the episode to edit it, they're also re-listening to the episode. And, and if we have an interview or a book club, those episodes tend to be longer. So yeah, I guess a minimum for us anyway three three hours a week of just pure talking, not a because then we'll you know we'll talk about other stuff beforehand <laughs> and they're like okay guys we need to i gotta go to dinner <laughs> we gotta get started there's a stat tracker in halo for how long you play halo it'd be interesting to see what the stat tracker are for each one of us for how long we've talked about halo <laughs> that'd be a good stat that would be a good stat i know during like our real like every week book or something event we'd have two to three hours of actual episode and then like the hour half hour beforehand and after that we're just bantering so for a while it was definitely you know four hours of various conversations and then whatever god awful editing john had to do at the end of that because rick doesn't talk into the mic or i leave or something (laughs) i'm in the kitchen half the time that's true yeah i try to uh tell them to speak into the mic as much as i can but uh Sometimes it works, you know, sometimes it doesn't. That's that personality aspect that I alluded to earlier. <laughs> uh, if I can then, get them excited about something, then they'll get louder. Right. So I try to incent them with something. Probably something they don't like to get them talking like Rick. Or just start talking about flat earth or something. He goes crazy. As he's ready to pull the microphone. <laughs> the podcast gets slow phil or john just trigger me with something and that's good for at least 20 minutes of ranting um the last point up here i have is just uh post-production so putting the finishing touches on it if you have bumper audio or little uh segments that you do at the beginning or ending of the show just to kind of add that set start set end most podcasts do that uh to some degree uh and then the technical side of things um, so let's, um, I'm going to go down the road here and, and see what everyone does, uh, for us. Um, I have a road podcaster. My co-host, uh, Godzilla T has a, uh, blue Yeti and we edit our podcast in audition. 
and we have uh, bumper music that we put on either side of our podcast. Um, so what do you guys do? Well, we'll go to one of three or four locations, so our recording equipment changes based on the house and what room we're in. So at my place, we're using a Blue Yeti. Uh, John's got one of two options, and yeah, it also matters... If we're because some episodes we record all like we're all in the same room together, but some episodes we do remote, so then we all have our individual microphones um, of varying quality. So um, there's like a discrepancy on those episodes um, and what we used to record too, or not anymore. But for a while we had different ways that we were compiling yeah, it when we were um, Audacity's good because it's free. It's really easy to use uh, for basic just sound capture. Um, we started using OBS, though, because it, um, it's easy to use as well, and it comes with a, a noise gate that you can easily set up, um, so that increases the quality. Um, what? You want the mic? <laughs> I said it's debatable whether or not it makes the quality better, because we still had some, uh, some issues yeah. with that. Yeah, I think we it makes the quality better. the microphone. Right? Yeah, it, it cuts you I out. can't help that in post if you don't talk into the microphone. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we use, uh, or I, I do the editing, um, which is an overstatement at this point. <laughs> I usually just cut out any huge rants and then uh, just hit export. But uh, and hope I do that in uh, Movie Studio 13, I think, question mark, because it's my uh, video editing software. I just do it in there too. So, Rick, it's also important to actually export the file so that we can uh, put your uh, audio in. <laughs> it's a learning experience. All right. I'm guessing they'll pretty start this here. 90 episodes in. Yeah, I want to say that it was about episode 80 something where uh, two in a row Rick didn't export his file or save his file or something. No, no, I didn't. One time I didn't save it. The other time I just <laughs> Only didn't once, know what I We did it. episode 83 three times. <laughs> yeah, but one of those times wasn't my fault. Uh, or, or, well, all of those times weren't my fault. <laughs> Several of those times may have been my fault. <laughs> Uh, so for Podcast Evolved, uh, we have all of our uh, hosts are remote, so we, we don't have the luxury of uh, recording together, so we all get on a Skype call and uh, record independently on Audacity, and then we all send our files uh, to our editors and they edit the show together. Uh, so we have uh, myself, who's up here in New Jersey, uh, Krista's in Florida, um, and then Aaron and uh, David are in Ireland. So we have to kind of communicate with them for time difference and uh, make that sort of uh, flow with us. And then what was the other part of the question? <laughs> uh, just like the tech that you use. Oh, yeah, uh, we use Blue Yetis, I think, mostly. Um, I have a, I don't know, I got it on Amazon. I couldn't tell you what it is, but it's a, it's a USB mic. It's not one of the fancy, like, uh, three-prong plugs. Um, Oh, is X, it a an snowball? X, it's not. It's not a snowball, and it's not. A, it doesn't have an XLR connection. But I have this nice like crane, which is nice to where I can like type on my computer and look at my stuff, and the and the mic floats in front of me. So that's that was a pretty good investment. All right. Uh, so like uh, podcast of all guys, uh, my co-host Danny is in Ireland, which is a pain in the butt. You gotta. You got to just in general, if you can record in person, that makes everything so much easier because you can, if you can't control the audio, you at least have the consistency. And it also means a lot less editing if you care about that stuff because you aren't cross talking 
over each other. Um, and that's what mostly what I spend my time editing is because Danny will start ranting about something and I want to cut that like so it he isn't running into our guest or something. Uh, and you have to delete that. Um, I use uh, Audio-Technica ATR2100s, um, which uh, I started with Yetis when we were starting out. Uh, the advantage of that is you have to get up like these guys. You have to get really close to the mic to hear something. And that's the only reason I can record usable audio in New York because there are people outside my apartment like firing off fireworks even right now and stuff like that. And so it's a combination of a, a mic that is really sensitive and close up. And also uh, I have a uh, plugin called Isotope uh, and I edit in Logic Pro and that makes terrible sounds actually go away magically on uh, something usable that way. And then like people were saying, send if you're recording remotely, having people send the files because otherwise if you record on Discord, Skype, it's going to crunch the hell out of your guests and you're going to be left with something that just does not sound as good as if you recorded it live. Uh, so for Drunken Halo, I use an uh, Electro Voice RE320 uh, into a UM2, a Behringer audio interface. Uh, when I actually go to Texas, which is fairly often, uh, Justin has so many mics. Um, uh, the Heil PR40 is my favorite, but we also use the SM7B, some Telefunken, uh, the RE20, and we all sound good on those mics, so I love them. Uh, and then Pro Tools to edit everything. That's pretty much it. So Gabe, do you guys ever record uh, independently, or do you always record together? Since uh, no, we do, you know, I, we do it from our respective homes, but I end up flying down more often than not, I guess. So gaming under fire sort of has like the cracker jack um, setup compared to you guys. We it's I a hodgepodge <laughs> to say the least. I use a blue Yeti microphone. I don't even know if it matters though, because we record everything through Discord. So my co-host takes everything that he does, you know, like, it, like personally with his microphone, and then all of my stuff is through a Discord connection. So I'm sure we're losing a lot of the audio content. <laughs> my son was trying to jump up here and talk um and so yeah like we don't we don't have anything special but you know it it still works for us well i think one thing that's important to say is that it's it's definitely one of those things where you can spend a lot of money on stuff but if you're starting out like don't sweat it you can always graduate to gear once you've like put out 10 podcasts and you realize that you're actually gonna not just give up on it and also you get like if you spend 50 bucks or 100 bucks you're going to get a lot of what you get if you spent 300 500 whatever um it's it's really that 20 percent if you care about it you can spend the money on but don't worry about it when you're starting out especially yeah i'd say uh like a good entry investment to put in would be about 50 to 100 dollars to really kind of get you uh, pretty pretty set until you really want to look at it and like, okay, do I want to do this more often? Do I want to really invest the time and, and all that to, to make that jump? But, uh, but that, that initial investment means so much more um, to kind of get your audio quality where you want it to go, get the editing software if you need. I mean, what, some of us use Audacity, which is a free software and pretty easy to use, but you can sure, surely find a relatively cheap to, to bring it to the next level if you'd like. So it's, it's, uh, it's worth, worth considering... And uh, 
just see it as like a way to just try it out and then it's a cool little thing that you tried um, but if you wanted to continue it then you have room to grow from there it's yeah. actually even worth saying like we've recorded I've had people record stuff on just their onboard mics on their like MacBook Pros and stuff and as long as they're in a quiet room it actually sounds pretty great like so there is a certain threshold of quality that you can get away with and especially if you're controlling your environment you can have a a really terrible mic and and get away with it and it'll actually be okay usually that does not turn out well with built-in microphones usually but yeah with caveats yes yeah all right i think my first uh mic that i was using was actually just like the phone headset that i just record and then i would record it on the phone and then transfer it and i was like okay if i'm going to be doing this more often i need to buy a mic yeah sniper does that for the the vr the captain's report podcast and he's oh, done that whenever with, he's been a guest with his, on our with his show. headphones and, yes and records it in his phone i mean yes. it's it's surprising like again it, if you're in a quiet room and not at a convention with a uh, gameplay going on to your right like it it helps dramatically to eliminate extra noise to make your audio more clean um and uh and, so if you take that precaution, then you can get away with kind of cheaper or uh, what's the word like do-it-yourself type of uh, setup. They did put up these soundproof curtains for us, so we're good. Yes. They're doing a really good job right now. I mean, I can't see the gameplay, so it's it's really just not there. <laughs> um, but that kind of goes to my last bullet up here. But test your setup first, and even like every time before you record, test your setup, make sure everything's working. Because uh, as evidenced by the podcast I just did this week, we had some tech issues and we were delayed 30 minutes because we didn't test beforehand. So always test your setup every also, time you record. Uh, my, my favorite pick of things that people don't think about uh, but that will ruin your recordings is air conditioners turning on and fridges. Like my, my fridge especially will like randomly. So like... Is you might a be a little hot, fridge? especially now, but like unplugging electronic devices, that, that's always a good uh, move. Can you send these slides to uh, Rick so he can take some notes on them? <laughs> I think Rick already has them. I will not stand for this. I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> All right. So we're going to quickly go over what each of our podcasts are. And what we cover. So, uh, Podtacular uh, started in 2005 by uh, Fumo Jive, and I have taken over the reins since 2008. So, I've been doing this for quite a long time. We cover any kind of Halo news, whether it's official news, community news, events, tournaments, contests, any, anything and everything that falls into the sun of Halo, we, we like to cover. We record our episodes weekly. Uh, live on Mixer, Twitch, and YouTube every Thursday night at 9. And we release our episodes weekly, typically on Saturday or Sunday, depending on what my schedule is and how quickly I can edit them. Um, our podcasts tend to last an hour and a half. Uh, most times, sometimes they're shorter, sometimes they're longer, depending on what we're talking about. But um, we will have special guests on from time to time, depending on the topic. So I think we've had almost... Everyone except for the conversationalists on our podcast at one point. Um, but that is that is, should be coming soon, hopefully. I was going to say, what's the deal? Why haven't we been on it? <laughs> that man right there knows the answer. <laughs> um, so that's that's kind of the, the shortened uptick of, of Pod Tackler. So 
Um, let the Halo Conversationalist guys go next. So our podcast is a lore-focused podcast uh, that we started in October 2016. Um, as we discussed earlier, tangents are embraced, especially on this podcast. Um, that's a natural progression of just covering all the lore. Like, you run out eventually. So uh, we're trying to fill that gap with a bunch of nonsense. We do have most of our uh, episodes focus on, like, a book or a game or something. Um, and the story within that, but uh, we do have some podcasts where we just get together and just talk about whatever happened, like last weekend or something. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so it's, it's evolved over time. Like now that we're really through all the lore, through the books, at least like the formally released content, we definitely have less uh, three-hour episodes of yeah. like trying to get through an entire book and like each week pounding through a book and getting another one out. So. Um, I like the Spartan profile that we started about. Oh yeah, whatever it was, halfway through. Yeah. Um, so we have this little segment we do real, uh, real quick, like to start our episodes usually, which is uh, if it's like episode seventy-five, I'll ask uh, the guys, is there a Spartan with that number, like Spartan zero seven five or whatever? So it's just a short little like trivia game that we do uh, based on the episode number. And there's, I think you do not necessarily Spartans all the time if there's not a Spartan, right? You do a couple other, like, number things, I think. What was that? I'm sorry. Like, you do, like, if you if there's not a Spartan for that number, I think you've done a couple other things sometimes. Like, yeah. dates or... Because we, we started doing it, like, ha- like episode 40 or something. Or something. So, oh, like, all, all the uh, Spartans we missed when we weren't doing it, I'll, I'll just go back to that number that we missed. Yeah, catching up on the ones that we missed, and then, obviously, there's not one through whatever every single one so we jump around now if we're not caught up i think we're about two away from being caught up though. yeah we're almost caught up and kudos for having a word that's one of the longest words that you can have in a <laughs> podcast title yeah that was me <laughs> <laughs> that'll that one will age well <laughs> 10 years from now people want to see what the reception to scorpio was there you go and uh I will point this out. You, you guys have, I don't know if this is the right term, but trigger words, like oh, explosive yeah. decompression <laughs> is one of them. Oh, yeah. Where's Ian? <laughs> we need Ian right now. Hey, Rick, can you talk into the mic, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, many trigger words, uh, especially for Rick. Yeah, explosive decompression, juridicals, uh, flat earth, uh, catalog. Uh, he hates the elite Rojka from uh, Envoy. Yeah, no respect. Don't give him a mic. Don't give him a mic. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to speak into it anyway. All right. Podcast evolved. <laughs> it helps that he doesn't have it in front of him and he has to reach over and grab it. Um, so for Podcast Evolve, we're also a, a more lore-focused podcast, but we also cover the news. Um, we have uh, we've kind of tried to brand the content that we're talking about into a different uh, type of a show uh, within our Podcast Evolve like umbrella, if you will. Uh, so we have our Halo book clubs where we talk about uh, each Halo novel that comes out, um, and uh, we're we're working on kind of giving what we've missed, but also trying to stay as the release uh, presently. Um, and so I think right now, the way we've mapped it out, we'll be completely caught up leading up to Infinite, which works out really well. 
Um, then we have our like mission debrief episodes where we uh, talk about every every Halo mission and all the first person shooter games, um, and that will uh, will be caught up with Halo Four, Spartan Ops, and Halo Five at the end of this year. And then next year we'll focus on um, the non first person shooter games, and uh, and then that will lead into Infinite as well. Um, and then recently, we've been trying to reach out for interviews with different authors and kind of get their opinions um, on the show. Um, interview, uh, yeah, Kelly Kelly Gay was our latest um, uh, guest author. Uh, she wrote uh, Halo Smoke and Shadow, uh, and then recently Halo Renegades. Uh, great, great pair of novels if you haven't read those. Um, yeah, Johnson, you haven't read them. <laughs> Halo Renegades is, oh my gosh. So good. There, there are several books I'm behind on, which we counted after we did Hunters in the Dark last week, which I'm only down to eight that I haven't read yet. <laughs> I'm making progress. It's a lot better than I did last year. I didn't read a single book last year, and I've read four this year already. It, it's good to read. <laughs> good, good job. Thank you. I don't read, and uh, Richard doesn't use the mic. We got, we got two deficiencies up here. Thanks. <laughs> um. So uh, we, like I said, we record uh, every week. Um, so we'll release anywhere from one to three episodes a week, depending upon the uh, recording schedule. If it's uh, a mission debrief or an interview, or we're doing a book club, or like any sort of special event, like with Outpost Discovery, like uh, we had an episode where Krista talked about her time in Orlando. Uh, tomorrow, when we record, uh, I'll talk about my time here. And uh, Colin is going to one Chicago, so he'll. We'll talk about that and kind of keep the, the influx of shows coming and kind of give our different experiences and also communicate to our listeners who don't get to come to these events and kind of get an idea of what they've offered and uh, how, the, how the lore was set up, how the community is set up, and, and things in that nature. All right, so uh, Forward Unto Dawn podcast, we started ForwardUntoDawn.com in 2010. Um, so we're a lore site focused. Um, we do news analysis, um, stuff like speculation. Uh, and then we started the podcast up in 2011. Uh, we're more more uh, periodic than some of the people on here. I think we might have Drunken Halo beat in recent episodes, but not in total number. Uh, but we mostly just post when there's a new book, uh, something like that. Um, we're, we're doing some other different stuff too. Uh, we, we started, uh, really n- this week or next week. Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing, um, community evolved stuff. So interviewing, uh, people in the Halo community, um, running that as sort of a sub podcast. Um, it's me and then a guy, Danny slightly live over in Northern Ireland, uh, he's the salty, bitter one. I'm the more optimistic one. So between us, we sort of even out. Uh, and then we've had guests. We've had pens in the audience. We've had a couple of guys on here. Um, yeah. Does that mean there's going to be a Community Evolved 2? No. There will never be no. another book because that's no? a pain in the butt. It's, it's easier to do a podcast uh, than write a book. So. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so, Drunken Halo was started by a couple brothers, uh, Justin and Travis. Uh, I, Travis had to step away a couple years ago, so I joined up in 2016, I want to say. And uh, we, our show is really just about community and ourselves. Uh, you know, we love Halo, we talk about it, but 
a lot of it's just us catching up and it's sort of the conversation we would have normally. And that, that's really it. Like our whole, I wouldn't say shtick or thing, but it, it's, we really are just pretty open about stuff going on in our lives, things that interest us. And it doesn't have to be specifically Halo. Like we'll have a three hour episode where we maybe have like two or three minutes of Halo. And then we go into everything else in our lives. And it, it's just honesty. Um, that, that's really our thing. You know, I don't think there's much to it. Oh, uh, we do have a bunch of guests occasionally. Uh, official Drunken Halo HCS player, Ryan Noob, friend of the show. He's the best. We love him. Um, <laughs> Caster Butters, uh, Jonathan Goff has been on twice. Eric Rabb has been on a couple times. Um, but yeah, we, 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 we get to everything to cover Halo at some point. That's what I'll say. So I, I do want to kind of commend Drunken Halo uh, for two reasons. One, um, Justin actually bought the microphone I currently use for the podcast up. So he, he sent me like a, a $600 care package, so to speak, of, of podcasting gear because uh, I like befriended him at RTX a few years ago. <laughs> and we, we had a good time and uh, kind of like brought him into the podcast fold. Um, but the um, just the generosity there is is definitely appreciated. And Drunken Halo is probably one of those podcasts where it's literally just two friends who are interested in Halo and they're just talking about whatever they want to talk about. It's like the common interest is Halo. They're not necessarily talking about Halo specifically the whole time like everyone else is up here. But it's like if, if you want people that are just down to earth, just talking about whatever they want to talk about that's a shared love of Halo, Drunken Halo is the perfect podcast for that. Yeah, I'll also say, I don't know what we're talking about next, but like about our communities, but Drunken Halo has a very unique community where it's it's really just like, it's really just people who, really just gamers that just want to game together, talk about uh, their, themselves and, and hang out and just have this community of people to play with that I think kind of just started from a, just a collective interest in Halo and, and Halo kind of brought them together and then they've, they've just since been on and, and have this really strong friendship in their, their Slack chat and their Discord. Um, so it, it's, it's definitely a unique uh, situation for them and how they've capitalized on it, so to speak, um, and just continue to invest in it. At, at least from the outside. <laughs> Right. So I, I actually stem off from the Trunk and Halo community. And what was really cool about that community was it was so many people who had the same story of like, yeah, when I was younger, I played Halo with all my friends. I kept playing, but nobody else kept playing and I have no one to play with anymore. And so finding the Drunken Halo community was really awesome for me personally because it gave like, it, it sort of like brought that back into my life and it was so much fun to play Halo again. And so... I definitely wouldn't be here or, or doing anything that I'm doing if it wasn't for the Drunken Halo podcast specifically. Um, but right now, I'm, I'm doing a show called Gaming Under Fire, and we're definitely more broad. We're not Halo-specific because my co-host and I come from like the Halo community. Halo comes up a lot, so we probably go into it more than we really should. Um, well, and there's a legacy there. Originally, Bad at Halo show was started by Trax. For or, sure. Uh, Taz, Taz Man, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, a, there's a little true. legacy there. That's true. There is, there's a little bit there. Um, but yeah, so, you know, we, we cover the news with uh, shooters that are coming out on Xbox, specifically Xbox. 
what I really like that we do is we kind of go into some more like the backstory behind some of the development and some of the issues that come up and some of the drama that comes up when these games are being created. When Anthem was going through everything that Anthem was going through, like that was a great time for us because it was really cool to see these articles that would get released of just like just this craziness that was going on behind the scenes. So um, yeah, we, we do things a little bit different. We're not Halo specific, but we both love Halo. And right now we're on a break until the fall time. Uh, Tasman right now is working on these offshoot podcasts called, I think he calls them One Shot. And basically what it is, think of like an NPR storytelling version of like going behind, again, like going behind the scenes with developers, what's going on, how things are, you know, how the community's reacting to updates that the developers put out. So I think it's really interesting content. I think really neat stuff is going to come out in the fall time. But um, yeah, we're currently on break. Cool. Uh, so if there's any questions that anyone has, we'll answer them. If not, we'll banter on. we got one question in the back. And speak up because it's a little hard of hearing. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, stand up here so that you don't get feedback. Okay, all right. My question is, because you are a fan podcast and obviously not affiliated with Halo, are you guys still able to monetize your podcasts? And if so, how do you kind of get around Microsoft going, wait a minute, you know, is that, how do you do that? If, how do you, are you able to do that if you do it? For those of you that do. So I don't think there's anything necessarily we can do to like directly monetize, but I know for anyone that's posting their content on Twitch or YouTube, if, if they're partnered and have that revenue in there, there is those programs that allow you to uh, make the money that way. But as far as like directly doing stuff within the podcast, um, I know we had a, a couple of um, like sponsor bits in our podcast very early on. I don't know what the scene is would be today. I don't know if anyone else has any input to that. We don't have any formal monetization of the podcast, but we do have affiliations and and like. We have the Audible sponsorship. We have a Lucid Sound uh, affiliate program, but there's actually no direct monetization. I know maybe a little bit different with John with the YouTube channel, but at least for the podcast, it's non-monetized. Actually, huh? it is monetized. <laughs> huh? <laughs> well, the episodes I post on my YouTube, those could be monetized. So, right, uh, right but that's that's like through the AdSense stuff. That's right, already through, part through of the AdSense, platform. yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Luckily, in um, like Halo and all uh, first-party games for Microsoft, um, they're very like lenient with their uh, like you could post gameplay footage and monetize that on YouTube and everything, and that's within the uh, terms of use. Um, so that is what enables me to post video guides and stuff using the gameplay footage. Um, so you've run into some issues with the audio, though, like prepping with some yeah. music. That's that's just like a YouTube wide thing, um, like flagging audio that's um, like you should be able to use it, but like it's just the system isn't perfect, so it sometimes flags things that it shouldn't. Um, especially like when a song picks up in uh, when you're just playing through the game. Yeah, video game. Yeah. yeah. I'd say the, the the monetization stuff really only kicks in when you're using direct content from the game. So us actually talking about the game is not 
um, necessarily using any of the content that falls under the, the fair use rules for the content. So like we could monetize just us talking about the podcast, but if we're or talking about Halo, but if we're using any assets from them, then that would kill any kind of monetization outside of systems that are already in place, like in YouTube and Twitch and, right, and, yeah. and sponsorships. Yeah, the, the way I kind of see it is that we're, we're content creators going off of the, the content that we expose ourselves to. Um, Evolved, I don't know about the rest of the panel, but we, we have a Patreon um, for our listeners to, to invest in, and we offer uh, additional services for them for, for being a patron. Um, but that money just goes back into like the website fees, um, Adobe fees, um, and just basically any anything that helps us continue the podcast for them. Um, none of us are on like a payroll or anything, um, but uh, that that's just kind of how we classify ourselves. Yeah, it's it's probably worth pointing out that unless you're a big podcast, you're not going to make a whole lot of money. Like it's not it's not a a, a lucrative business generally. Um, and doing something like a Patreon is probably a better thing for if you don't have like for us, like for the first however many episodes, we had this uh, dubstep wub wub version of the Halo thing as our theme song, which we got replaced with um, a guy, you know, I'm on uh, Jeff at Mesa who does uh, I'm probably butchering his name, but he's doing the music for uh, SPV3 and Installation of Zero One, and he did a custom arrangement of music for our theme song so that is now something that's original it's not using any of marty o'donnell's actual tracks so there's nothing and we don't have halo in our name so there's not even a trademark thing so you but can it is get forward a, unto dawn yeah but they haven't trademarked forward unto dawn it's okay. fine <laughs> it's fine and besides we're a podcast not a a movie or a tv show so we're safe in that respect we've got a three for three person in the background that might change <laughs> well, yeah, well didn't you say that you had the the podcast and the name and all that before it was even- we came we came before if we had known that forward unto dawn was going to come and steal our google juice we would have chosen a different ship from halo uh so <laughs> think that's think before you you start your podcast i guess is a, a good idea but Generally, I mean, and also the, the Microsoft and Halo guys are also really awesome. And unless you're doing something terrible and like putting out content that they don't want to be associated with, they're probably fine with it because I think generally we got a good community that puts out good content um, and isn't trying to just <laughs> milk Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, legally, you could talk about whatever you want and monetize it. Um, when it comes to the copyrighted material, as these guys have said, you just want to be careful about that. And any questions you might have, you can always ask 343, just, hey, is it okay if I do this? Or is it okay if I do this? And they should be able to let you know. Yeah, they're very responsive on social media. So if you have any questions, just hit them up and they, they're usually pretty good to respond to that stuff. Any other questions? Yes. Come on up. All right. So two questions. Stay, one, stay this way so you don't get... Feedback, yeah, there you go. All right, two questions. Two questions. Um, so, I'm a content creator personally, so I wonder if this happens with podcasts as well. Um, how do you guys deal with burnout on your podcast, assuming that you guys have burnout or like, as the Forge community calls it, Forge block? Um, but, uh, and then the second question, when's the first collaboration podcast of everybody at once? When are we doing it again, though? Yes. Well, yeah, I, I mean, say, th- this is a pretty good collaboration right here, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, how do we? How many people do we have here? Seven or eight? Eight. eight. 
So we have this. Technically, we would have had nine if we hadn't enough chairs. Well, we've had this this uh, collaboration, but uh, I think back in was it 2016, Gabe, um, that we had another collaboration podcast where. Yeah, I missed uh, it by a week. Oh, so you could. Have been. I was in Dallas the week before. Oh, yeah, that happened. Yes. So three four three put on HGS uh, DreamHack event in Atlanta um, that a bunch of us went to, and we were since we're all connected through Discord and, and communicating, we were like, "Hey, let's all meet up and let's um, bring our recording equipment, and we'll do like a, just a collaborative episode." And so we talked to the DreamHack um, organizers, and we were able to get our, our room and uh, record in a nice, quiet uh, environment. Uh, with Ryan Noob. With Ryan Noob, yep. That's yeah. where the lost that, interview. The, the locked. It was a lost interview? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-oh. We had a, oh, that is... Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh-oh. But um, <laughs> Justin doesn't like to talk about it. I'm, everyone has... I mean, we, we interviewed Sean Finnegan, I think, twice from IGN because we lost that interview. So I'm sure everyone has a... <laughs> uh, we've so also I think had, there was another collaboration at one point that was actually in Dallas for like three or four podcasts. Yeah. That we, was what uh, I was talking about. We had... For the Drunken Halo fifth and sixth anniversary, a bunch of people just came down to Dallas to celebrate. And I think one show had seven or eight of us. The other one had 10 or 11. Like, we broke out all of Justin's mics. I brought all my mics down, and every interface was plugged in. Like, it, it was a blast. And I, I was trying to get, uh, before, I was trying to get some of these guys on to do a Halo game show, and then you stole my idea for here, so. We can, apparently, we'll to, we'll apparently I didn't only steal an idea from you guys. I stole the idea from Sketch. Because right, well, that that's the one that apparently matters, he was not gonna, us. But apparently um, he was going to do it. And then when he heard that I was going to do it, he just gave me the okay to do it. But I think also to speak to burnout, like you can you can like take a break like that's no one's like forcing you to put out podcasts or put out content. I didn't I know that like, it's definitely a thing where you feel that pressure. But like we didn't put out podcasts when we were doing Community Evolve because we had a book project that we kickstarted and we were already taking a year over the time we said it was going to take because uh, we were interviewing all these people. Um, and like that's just all right. Well, we had to drop something because otherwise we would have gone crazy and we wouldn't have put out good podcasts otherwise. Anyhow, so I think it's just knowing when to step back and thinking about and also just working harder is is great but working smarter is better if there's like ways you can think well i can do most of this stuff with this much less effort you're going to be better off yeah burnout is kind of tricky everybody has different ideas on like what's going to be good for them so part of it is like knowing yourself personally um for me and not with podcasting I, i i never really experienced burnout um because once a week i felt like was kind of like spread out enough to where it wasn't something i had to do every day plus i didn't have to do any of the editing so i just kind of showed up and talked it was a pretty easy game for me yeah um but i think that slacker like <laughs> i think taking a break if you need a break yeah 100 percent take a break but it also might be a good idea to slow down uh how often you're releasing something i started streaming once a week for about eight months and like i the entire time still loved it every single day then i was able to kick it up to two times a week and now three times a week but that kind of gradual buildup allowed me to really adjust to doing something more and more and more. Um, and so I think knowing what your limitations are and then kind of working up to that slowly might be a good way to approach it. But again, everyone's going to have a different idea and you kind of have to know 
a little bit about yourself and if it's something even worth doing if you really want to do that that's a conversation you have to have with yourself too good questions yeah i, I think our uh we're kind of in a, a burnout stage a little bit i would say because uh, we used to do a podcast once a week and now we're kind of doing it like once every three or four weeks um, it wasn't just once a week it was once a week for, like for three four hours that's true yeah uh, that's a good way to burn yourself out is yeah. uh be in a room with these guys for four hours three to four hours a week every week for about five months yeah yeah <laughs> i think also for us right now since we don't have you know we're really anchored into lore and content like we need to evolve what we're doing since yeah. only so many books comics what have you can come out and that's obviously not weekly so um right. that's why we've been stretched out a lot more is just because I mean, we can get up and banter you know weekly but if we're trying to keep it a little bit more core to the content we can't we, we got to find a way to change that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then also, um, for my YouTube, uh, I definitely have experienced burnout. Um, and I don't think I deal with it particularly well. I'll just like put out a ton of guides for a while and then I'll just kind of go dark for a few months and then I'll come back to it. Um, which isn't the best way to do it. Um, so I'm starting to like experiment with like seasons. So I'll like, uh, do I'll focus on one game, make like guides for all those achievements, and then push those out. And then like as those are scheduled, like coming out on a scheduled. Uh, the content stage agrees with you. What's that? The content stage agrees with you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as, uh, so like I could just schedule them to come out like one a day for like however many days, like thirty days or so. And then that, during that time, I could kind of you know take a little bit of a break. So. Uh, for us, real quick, I think I was trying to think how we deal with burnout, but I think one way we just avoid burnout is to have like a diversity of what we're talking about. And so we, at least for us, we try to group whatever we're talking about each week as it pertains um, as, as, as we can, but we don't try to overload ourselves. Like if, if there's a big news drop one week and there was a loot crate and uh, like a new game came out or something like that. We don't try to cram all that into one episode. We'll try to space that out. So it lengthens how much content we have continuing. So we have more things to talk about, but then we also um, aren't having to dive into all this content all at once. And we're able to breathe and keep our length into the same type of, uh, into the length that's comfortable for us. Uh, so then we don't, you know, outdo ourselves and then have to come back a week or even a few hours later if we're doing a, du a dual episode that week. Any other questions? Well, we've got five minutes to kill. Perfect tangent time if anyone has a good tangent to talk about. Wait, actually, I was just, I was curious because this is, ties into editing. Uh, we have a clean podcast. I was wondering if everyone else what everyone else's profanity stuff is just in terms of editing. Cause I, I mean, I have the salty Irishman like says words all the time. So I've taken to using the ODST tunes to, to uh, there's ones mapped to each of his curse words. <laughs> so, so for pod tackler, we use just the, the typical uh, sine wave tone to bleep it out. We don't mark ours clean, but we don't mark ours explicit either, but we do try to make it uh, family friendly whenever we post edit live stream that's eh, a little bit different we we make that teen rating because sometimes the, the occasional uh f-bomb or s-bomb gets dropped but uh yeah 
We definitely, definitely swear on our podcast. Uh, me and Phil had several conversations before this about not swearing on stage because we were both terrified that we were going to swear. I can't believe it didn't happen. It might have, and I just don't know it. That, yeah, we probably did and didn't even realize it. Didn't even it, hear it ourselves. Hasn't happened. I, I, I have an ear for it because I intentionally listen to edit for our podcast, and it hasn't happened yet. Okay, yeah, because it's pretty constant on our podcast, so we got sorry about that if anybody <laughs> listens to it. You got two My minutes bad. to fit one in. <laughs> the irony is when we started the podcast for so many episodes, we were trying to do it clean, so we did yeah. do editing, or at least we're actively trying not to curse while we were yeah. talking, and it was such a mental break to try and like remember not to and switch. Yeah, it's definitely an adjustment you have to make. Um, when I started my YouTube channel, it was like I swore in it. And then I got a lot of feedback like, hey, can you not swear? So like my YouTube guys now are all clean. So when we started the podcast, I kind of... and We were posting them to the channel too. So I, uh, we started off just clean. And then we're like, we got we to gotta open we it up here. We can't do it. <laughs> and then we tried <laughs> but, uh, to edit let it. Let the colors fly. By putting yeah. in the oorah. At first, I edited out the any swears with the active camo sound whenever you pick up active camo so it kind of cloaks the swear words ah, i see what you did there because uh i'm super clever like that but whenever we have guests on pod tackler what one of the things i typically say is try not to but if you do don't worry about it because i'd rather have the like pure conversation happening and then I can go edit out words later than try to stifle a conversation by someone pausing and thinking about what they're saying first. Rather have that flow of conversation happen than not happen at all. Is that why we haven't been on your podcast yet? Because you, you've listened to ours? No, there's other reasons for that. Okay. Just, you just, just podcast with your grandma in the room or something watching you. So make yeah, sure just, you're on your best behavior. Just get smacked with me. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, everyone, uh, for coming out. I uh, appreciate everyone, appreciate the questions, and uh, we will have a similar panel in Chicago uh, for those that are going to be there, so enjoy the rest of your outpost this weekend. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. All right, and we'll Special be around thanks to Dust for actually doing all this stuff, because he has a million panels, and it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're, we'll be around here for a little bit. We're going to take a picture uh, real quick. And then if you want to talk to us individually or as a group, then uh, we'll be here probably for uh, a few minutes, probably 10, 15 minutes or so. So stick around.